0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The Virginia Cavaliers lose their ACC opener to NC State by a score of 24-21, a last-second field goal. But there's some things that led up to NC State being able to take that field goal, and we're going to talk about that next on this episode of the Ball Hawk Show Podcast. Let's go. What up? What up? What up, though? Ball Hawk show. I whoop your head, boy. You know why you. I win? I whoop your head, boy. With the back I whoop your head, boy. I whoop your head, boy. I whoop your head, boy. I you know what I with do it, boy. What up, 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 do Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show Podcast. I'm your host, Samar Hawkins. Appreciate you rocking with me. And listen to this latest episode of the show, man. Yeah, we gotta recap this uh this latest game. It's a heartbreaker on a Friday night. Friday night under the lights. It's supposed to be a storm brewing, but we've been in a storm for a long time we still in the storm we ain't won in a long time we ain't won a game in a long 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 time so when they said man we got to hurry up and finish this game before this storm hit i'm like man we trying to get out of a storm and get this dove versus nc state and it didn't go the way that we planned it so let me recap what took place this episode probably won't be as long as the last two um I think it's more pressing issues to talk about than X and O's. I mean, I'm still going to talk about some X and O's. Like what I saw in the film, we could probably, if you would like, go through the um, last offensive series, which I thought, you know, was good. Or just a couple of things. But before we get started, man, this episode is sponsored by Abra Insurance. Go to Abra Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance. The great people at Able. Go holler at them. Get you a policy that's affordable Get you the coverage that you need. Able Insurance. Um. How do I want to start this episode, man? First of all, twenty four twenty one. Shout out to um the student section. I mean the students for filling up the student section, man. It was dope to see y'all under the lights. Shout out to the staff, being I mean, the event staff, the folks who put the presentation together because the light show and stuff that they they got going on that was dope. I like that when we score it go black. I like that. That's dope. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? I like that experience. That was fun. Fun to be a part of that, you know. Especially when the team's scoring points and you get to see the light show. Nothing better than that. But um what else did I wanted to start off with? Hmm, it's it's a lot of, it's a lot of things I really want to discuss, but I don't know how to start it off. I really don't like. Like, let's get into football right now before Petty Hawk try to take over and start talking about like outside of football, like outside the field type discussions. So let's go ahead and talk about the football game. I told you twenty four twenty one. We could go over total yards. So defensively, I felt like we played well. I mean, we held NC State to three hundred and nineteen yards of total offense. 319 yards. Think about that. We held them to 319 yards of total offense. They had 139 rushing, 180 throwing. And we know Coach Anani loves to throw the football. We know Brendan Armstrong wants to throw the football and throw it downfield, get chunk yards and things of that nature. My scouting report on Brendan Armstrong was keep him in the pocket. Don't allow him to get outside the tackle box where he could click on his special powers of Demonstrating that improv and that's when he becomes laser focused and he becomes that more accurate. I feel like when you keep him in the pocket, he he so he could get antsy. He could get happy feet because he wants to get out and he want to play that backyard football type vibe because he's special doing that. So it's like you keep him in the pocket, make him go through, make him go through his progressions and then constrict the pocket. Make him feel like he claustrophobic. And the walls are closing in on him. And then that could cause him to make errant throws or misreads or things of that nature so we could capitalize off of it and get off the field. And I thought for the most part we definitely did that. And, and the numbers back it up. He was 15-31. to 31, One interception. So he's less than, less than 50% completion rate. Through one interception, he had two passing TDs. Uh, one on was in the red zone. And then the other one was um that that was a big like that was in my scouting report too what they would do when they needed to play attack the middle of the field attack our safeties and anytime they got a third down or they really had to get a make a play they attacked the middle of the field I do like that we started so if you wasn't at the game and you didn't watch the TV copy. I know Anthony Calandra gets a lot of like, oh, you know, the first year player that started, but we had another first year start, and that was Cam Robinson. He started at linebacker, and when I tell you that Joker played great, look, let me tell you something. Recruiting is always a, a, a discussion, right? Like, man, we got to recruit, we got to recruit. And then you see the recruit name and you look at the stars and you look at who else is recruiting them in the schools and stuff. So then you'd be like, well, if so-and-so wanted them, he had to be good. Or, oh, we got him, but he was only getting recruited by so-and-so. So you start to put these, like you start to judge a recruit just based off what you see on paper. Like, you don't see no film on them. And even if you see film, you can still try to tear them down. Like, well, who are they playing? Is the a respected conference? Like, who else is playing there? What other schools are those opponents going to? So, like, with Cam, he was a four-star. I, I remember a guy on Twitter on the X app um last week was talking about, you know, UVA only gets recruits that has, the like, the little schools recruiting them like none none of the guys that we recruit get recruited by any of the big schools and i was just like that's not true and then I then said, like you know we just got cam and you know of course buddy moved the fence so like oh that's just one i'm like well you said none <laughs> you know what i'm saying like one thing I, I need to tell you guys on this app stop using words like never or ever or none or like those those words where if you get served shut the hell up juice you can't move the fence no more you really can't and I ain't trying to be rude to you. I just be like, yo, that ain't accurate. They be like, well, oh, No, it's not. Look, and then you start showing me recruits that we did sign that's playing right now that didn't get recruited by these big schools that blow your mind, but then I show one, and it's like, well, that's just one. Okay, you said we didn't have any. <laughs> but anyway, Cam, very good job. Cam Robinson is very athletic, very fast. Um, being being paired up with James, that's a fast linebacking duo right there. Not going to lie. That's a lot of athleticism, at linebacker. It really is. And the thing about those two, they, they both young. So you got James Jackson. You got Cam Robinson. Two athletic, rangy linebackers built on speed. And it's just all about... Can they decipher what's going on? Can they give you the checks? Do they understand the fronts? Like, because it's you like with Josh Ahern, you got somebody who's been around Nick Jackson all those years, learned and understands everything. That's the risk you run. You know, when you put youth in, like you understand physically they're better, but it's like the mental part. Like how many brain farts are you going to have? And when your brain farts really affect us in, the uh key moments. Then I feel like as a coach, I'm just saying in my opinion, because I don't coach no more, and I ain't never coached in college. I'm just giving my opinion, folks. So don't think I'm trying to tell coaches what to do. But I always was a firm believer that a coach is going to play towards the strength of that talent within that scheme. You know, like you have a scheme, but then you get a talent and you try to make sure that scheme is flexible enough to display the strengths of their talents. You want to keep the, keep the scheme away from identifying their weakness and trying, like you don't want them trying to get better and get stronger with a weakness in front of everybody. You want to, you do that in practice, but when you get to the game, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna run this front. Ah, he struggles with this front. So I know I may want to run this front, but if I run this front, let me do it this way. And that way, then you know, so, but I do feel like, you know, that's the first year that got in to play. I mean, he started play very well. He led us in tackles. Cam did. Um, then we had another. Uh, I don't think, yeah, Dre is a first year. Then Dre got in that corner, and I've been lobbying him for, to get more burn at corner. I like Dre at corner. Had a um, break up in the end zone. I just think he just has that, that natural confidence as a corner that you need, you know? Like, I think Dre Walker is going to be one another, like, Big time corner. Well, let me not say that. Let I me, mean, I don't want to put that, I don't want to put that, that on him. I think he's going to be a, a good corner here. I don't want to say big time and future all ACC and all that stuff. Cause then everybody will be, ball hug. he, he, he didn't make all ACC like you said. Like he could still be good, but he didn't do ACC. You said, you said, but I think Dre played well when he came in. Also defensively, um, Gaffney. Gaffney came in, uh, Tavon. I don't know what happened to Tavon. It's like he may got his bell run because he, he laid the boom on somebody. I know people on the, I know people listen to this. Y'all be getting going crazy on Tavon on, on Twitter saying he he can't tackle. He be getting burned. Y'all be blaming people getting beat and you be thinking it's him. Nah but Tavon, cause I know I said Tavon led the boom on somebody and somebody be like, what? Tavon made a tackle? Y'all petty. Look. Tavon hit Buddy on the side and I laid the boom on him. Boom! And then he, you know, he stayed down. And I don't know if he got his bell rung or if like his toe got into I don't know what happened to him. And I didn't get a chance to talk to him after the game. But um he got his bell rung and then uh Gaffney came in, man, got him a pick. Our first interception of the season. Give it up for Gaffney for that right there. But Micah had three tackles. Micah had a tackle for loss also. So he had an interception, tackle for loss, three tackles. Um. Cameron Butler only played the first half, had a shoulder injury, man. Uh, but he had a sack. I think that was like his fourth straight game with a sack. That's crazy. That dude be locked in. Um... But, yeah, I wanted to start off with the defense and and just show them love because I felt like Coach Roy got back to the guy that we know. I think he just, you know, went to the guys at at corner and said, yo, y'all going to be put on the island because I got to bring some pressure. I got to make this dude uncomfortable. I seen him in practice last year. You feel me? I know we want to keep him in the pocket, but we're going to have to hunt him because we can't let him sit there, pat, 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 and then find a crease and get us keep us on our heels. Like, we got to bring that pressure to him. You know, it's, it's great a quarterback, Brendan Armstrong, was here. Every quarterback has a weakness. Every quarterback has tendencies. They knew his tendencies. Now, granted, he still threw two touchdown passes. Threw for 180 yards. That's still good. They got after him. James, had a, he had a, a sack. So he sacked him twice. One time, man, it's it's a it's a stunt that Coach Roy ran, bro, that sent James on a strong side, A gap. And when I tell you he got low on that guard, oh my God. Cause usually you know, they got drills for like ends to run the hoop. Man, they must gotta get low drill, cause that line that lineman tried to put his hands on James, he was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm out of here. It's almost like he had the cooties or something. He had no chance with James. And that's what I'm saying, bro. That Like, I, I'm excited. I'm excited because of the two backers, they young, they flowing. It's like they understanding schematically where it's supposed to be. I saw communication on the back end from the corners. Oh, that was a beautiful thing. I saw corners talking to the safeties and stuff. Oh, my God. I was clapping on the sideline. Like, that's what I'm talking about. They must have heard me. You hear me? You hear me? It was communicating. You got twins. I got twins. I got twins right here. Hey, check, check, check. Hey, look, look. He tight. He tight. Check me out right here. Okay, I got you. I got you. Bump, bump. Hey, I I just saw. No, I couldn't hear all that. But I could just see them pointing at each other. And you could tell by how they were covering. Now, in this defense, our safeties, be put, they, they get put on the island. Like, Jonas Sanka is always on the island, man. They always put him on. I'd be like, I don't know. Like, sometimes he'd be in no man's land. Sometimes he might be five yards or seven yards. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I'd be cringing because that's tough. I played arena football, so I know how it feels to be having a cover. Like, I feel it's only 50 and it's not as wide, but. When somebody coming in motion and they get to the middle of the field, like they stem you to the middle and they got a two-way go, that's essentially what Jonas be Like, it's a two-way go. And a lot of times it's like, man, like, what can you take away? Like, what's the biggest threat? How can I get somebody to buzz underneath? But then majority of the time we send in the backer. So the inside cuts are very dangerous. But also the outside cuts is a lot of field. (sighs) And then if you try to come up and press the slot with nobody over the top, I mean, that's basically a foot race. Unless you play outside leverage and you clamp the shoulder, clamp the shoulder means you, 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 how can I explain clamp the shoulder? Cause y'all can't see me. So if he was to play clamp, usually when you play clamp type of coverage or clamp technique, you're taking away the outside shoulder and you're pressing the receiver towards the, towards the ball meaning you're forcing the inside release. You're taking that outside shoulder and you're clamping it. Like you put your hand right on top of their shoulder and you don't push it down. You don't push them away from you, but you kind of just, in a sense, you grab it. <laughs> if if, I, if it makes sense, you, you, you clamp them, you bringing them to you. Like, hmm, you mind, like, like we on a date, we arm and arm, you call it clamp, but you, you aim for the shoulder first. You kind of, Yank them down something To make them come off balance And then if you can You lock that inside That elbow So if y'all could Like visualize yourself Right You at the line of scrimmage You the receiver And the ball is inside So you looking inside Right So if If the ball So we lined up on the left The ball's to our right but Stay with me now Visualize this You at the line of scrimmage You the receiver mm. You ready I'm going deep I'm about, to, I'm about to run this I'm about to run a street The ball to your right you look to the the ref on your left. You got your inside foot up. You know what I'm saying? You see the you see me. I'm playing corner. I'm I'm defending you. I'm outside shade. You like ooh? He gives me the inside. I'm I'm going inside release. I ain't even gonna give him no no little stutter step. I'm just pressing right. Like pressing me, you just gonna go right up the field. You pressing right up the field, right? So you looking inside? Set rule eighteen. Rule eighteen. Check 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 check. Mike's thirty five. Mike's thirty five. Mike 35, zero, zero, zero. I got you. And the ball snap, And so you release inside. So that means you're going to feel. So when you release, if I'm clamping you because I'm outside of you, I'm to your left. I'm shaded to your left. So as soon as you go inside of me, you're going to feel your left shoulder go down because I'm clamping you. Meaning I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to immediately try to get my hands on the top of your shoulder. I'm going to clamp. I'm going to push. I'm going to pull you down a little bit. Mm, that's mine. Give me your shoulder pad. Come here. You know what I'm saying? you like, no, get away from me. And you try to, like, the one one thing you don't want to do if I'm trying to clamp you is to swim over top. You, you're going to try to, they're going to say rip. So you're going to take that left arm and you're going to take that fist and you're going to punch up. Mm, get up off me, ball. Your talons ain't going to get me, right? You you done, you done ripped up under. So you're trying to run. You trying to run like, no, you can't run, but you trying to run and you running. And while you running, right, you pump your arm. So I got your shoulder and you dipped. So you can't see me right now, but I'm leaning because I I already got your shoulder. So you leaning a little bit into me. So that means your right shoulder is up in the air a little bit. Right. And you want to become balanced. So you fighting to get your shoulder up. As soon as you get your shoulder up parallel and you pump your arm because we we run, you pump your arm, right? Your your arm at 90 degrees. So as soon as your arm come up, you done got released. And then when you pump back, that left arm pump back, you're going to feel my hand in a lock with that elbow. And I'm going to clamp it. That's mine. <laughs> and the ref can't see that. That's what I mean by clamp. So hopefully that illustrates what clamp is. So I'm going to punch it. I'm going to punch you at the line. Boom, boom. Grab that shoulder. Pull you down. Get you off balance a little bit. You come balanced and you think you're going to get away from me. And I'm, I'm, we going on a date. I grab that elbow. Ref can't see that. Mm-mm. Ref think I'm running too because I'm pumping my arm with you. But I'm pumping my arm inside your arm and I'm locking you and I'm clamping you. I done clamped you. You clamp. So while you be thinking, hey, I'm hoping. Nah, you ain't got this. Like, your left arm is mine now. <laughs> so I don't know if we could play clamp because that, that's asking for a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was that was actually pretty fun going through that with y'all. Hopefully y'all understood Hopefully, y'all know what clamp coverage is. <laughs> I wish I would have, like, videotaped that so you could actually see because I was playing both people. Like, I was playing receiver, then I was jumping, playing. Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, defensively, man. So, you got a first year at back, or first year at corner. It's, it's some youth, man, that, that's getting some burn. Um. I talked about Cam Butler going down. So I'm going to keep my eye out on him and his health and see, you know, what's the status. I think it was his shoulder. So um, I know Ben Smiley was out last game. I know Akira was out last game. So we're getting thin at one of our most, you know, the the position we had the most depth and the most confidence. We're getting beat up. So, uh but yeah, man, I thought Coach Rudd did a good job of, of really pressuring Brennan, picking his spots, figuring out what Coach and I want to do. They still got the middle of the field dig routes on us. I, I really want us to clean that up and really, if we can reroute those slot receivers. Like I feel like I feel like when our backers buzz out, they get towards the the slot receivers and they just settle and they try to sink, meaning you know, give ground. Versus, like when I played. And still, you got backers who do it now. I used to hate playing in the slot, man, because them linebackers would come out there, and when they come to reroute you, man, like they really push the hell out. Like they push you hard. I don't feel like our linebackers really go out there and are violent when they got a tight. Like if it's a tight, a, a tight slot receiver, and he go vertical, and you know you buzzing out to the flat, maul him, push him, slow him down. Just don't let him get a free release because that's what happened on a touchdown. If I could, I wonder if I could pull that up and I could go over that right quick. Um, that's what happened on the touchdown, essentially. We uh, we allowed the slot receiver to have a free release, and then the safety wasn't there in time. And I think it was hurrah coming from the other side of the field. Let me see if I get this pulled up, because I had a save, and then my, uh, my iPad erased it. So, my bad for not being able to get right to the play. No, this is, oh, this is, that was fourth quarter. It was in the third. God dang it. See, I had it. But, but yeah, I felt like up front, we was getting pressure. Uh, we covered well. We covered a whole lot better on the back end. Coin King, man, like I told you guys, like Corn is a guy that he's getting better and better. And he understands who he is as a player. He's not overly fast. He's not overly quick. He's just a solid football player. He's a solid corner. So when you have him playing press coverage and things like that, you understand that physically, like foot speed wise, it's going to be receivers that's going to run by him. So he has to be technically sound. I Meaning he has to be, oh, so here's the test. I got the touchdown pass up for you. And, I, and I'll go back to what I was saying about coin. So we actually blitzed that play. So a linebacker couldn't reroute. So let's see. Yep, we brought James from the boundary. Well, it's in the balls in the middle of the field. So James is coming to Brennan's front side, because Brennan's left handed. So he's going to NC State left side. He's coming through the A gap. Ah, that's what it was. I don't like. They just, they, they beat the beat the scheme. Now I wonder if. Let me go end zone copy. On, let me look at one more thing before I go end zone copy. Let me see what Harad sees. Harad is to the, f- essentially to the left on the left hash. The ball's in the middle field. He's reading Brendan's eyes. Brendan threw that thing quick. Well, not that quick. Quick enough. Oh, he just missed a tackle too. Bad angle. Yeah, on this play, cause so Cohen's the, the corner. on the, He's the play side corner. So we're basically playing like a cover four. And our safety's down, showing like he's man. But at the snap of the ball, he's going to become a, a flat defender and go out to the numbers to number one. It's twins to that. So they got quads. It's got twin receivers on both sides. We have Cohen King to the NC State sideline. Then you have Jonas is the safety appearing that – so on on the surface it looks like we're playing cover one it looks like Harrod is going to be the only guy back and it looks like we're playing man at the snap because at the bottom no that's not hold on I'm sorry corn is actually to my left that's green at the top that's Malcolm my bad my bad corn corn is actually to the bottom close to UVA sideline right here so corn does a good job of getting out. Green does a good job of getting out, but he's not squeezing to number two. Like, number two's release should have you running like a bat out of hell to get over top of him. Like, he's beat. He slow played it when he should have just got out fast. Because Concepcion is hauling ass. So Green gets out, but he's not squeezing. He has to squeeze. He has to get over top. And... Yeah, I think... Yeah, looking at both slots. Who is this down here? Oh, let me go to the end zone copy so I can see. So that's... Oh, so Tavon did come in. So Tavon at the bottom on my screen does a good job of slowing playing two to one. So he's making number two kind of bow out and reroute some. So he won't get a free release up the scene and put pressure on Harad or the corner. While... It appears, and I think that's Jonas. Yeah, so Jonas doesn't do that. Jonas just allows a free release. I felt like Jonas could have slow played two to go to one. And slow play means hold your position a little longer and confront the receiver. So, all I, right, I, I'm in the end zone, copy. Yeah. So, Jonas tried to spy and cheat. So, Jonas wanted to get a pick on this. And he just took off and... It's too far for the backer, for Cam Robinson, to come over and make a play because the angle of the football is going to be high. Man, this is stealing right here. Like, with, with not rerouting this slot, guy, this is stealing. This is a cover four beater. Like, if somebody runs cover four, you run you run four verticals. If you don't reroute the slots, it's going to be a bang throw. It essentially turn into a bang eight. I felt I feel like Jonas should have slow played this and make him throw the make him throw the hammer out on the outside. Don't give up the deep. Don't give up the deep ball. Cuz that put a lot of stress on the defense. That was too easy of a throw. Like if you are the front side defender, meaning if I'm going against a right-hand quarterback and I'm on the def- I'm on my left side, so the defense is left side is the front side of a right-handed quarterback. You you make sure you slow down those receivers because that throw is easier because that's, they, they see it now. But you ever notice if you make a quarterback essentially throw to their blind side, they got to clear their shoulder. You know what I'm saying? You got They got to step. So it takes time to step and clear and look that way. But front side throws are always easier for the quarterback. So it's like this with Brendan. With the understanding that he's the front side throw for the quarterback, unlike he could do what he did if he was facing a right-handed quarterback because it's still going to take time for that right-hand quarterback to throw that seam on the backside. Even though it's a little easier because the receiver wouldn't end up bending towards him, it still would have had a load-up time, and the, and the DBs can read it quicker. A safety can read a quarterback going to their blind side Better than the front side throw. If that's make that makes sense to y'all. So, yeah, I just felt like, Jonas, if you the front side guy, slow play it next time. Slow play it. You got twins, and you know the guy behind you has quarters or thirds, whatever. Help them out. Don't let them get a free release. Don't let them get a free release. Because he's trying to hold, the corner's trying to hold number one for you. He's just not getting out. Like on Malcolm Green's defense, he slow played it to make sure you could they couldn't throw that hitch right now. He's allowing you time to get out there by kind of slow playing it, so he's expecting you to confront the slot to slow them up a little bit to give him time to get over the top and to give Harrod time to get to the very middle of the field. So everything, all the moving parts have to work a lot of times and majority of times, we as fans we usually see who is chasing the person with the ball, and we'd be like, oh, they messed up. But sometimes the moving parts, it's HBO, man. You got to help your, help a brother out. So that's what took place right there. I, I wanted to talk about that play defensively. Other than that defensively, man, I thought we played played our best game. We played our best game. I know we gave up our second longest play. That was that conception young catch. But I thought you guys played really well. You really got out of it. You really got out the up front. And a lot of times we just, you know, we would send four and get home. And, you know, with the, you know, with the injuries, guys coming in, filling in, and seamlessly still executing. You know, it's, it's, it's great to have Chico back, man. It, it means a lot to have Chico back. And then the juggernaut, Jameer Carter a, is a freak. He really is. But we still rotating different linemen in, defensive linemen in. Like, we're rotating a lot of defensive linemen in. And guys are getting quality reps. Guys are locked in. Guys are competing. We're just not getting the wins. But you got to keep fighting. Because we're in the second quarter of the season. You know, we playing 12 games. This is, that was the fourth game. You got four quarters. Four times three is 12. We're in the second quarter of the season. The first quarter of the season, we was on 3 Started the second quarter, we're now on one Coach Ramirez used to do that all the time with the Chiefs. He used to break it down four quarters. Of the season's in four quarters. It was 16, four, four, 4, and 4. You know what I'm saying? So we got to get better with each quarter and we got to start winning some games you know so um that's defense let's go to don't you start barking my dog heard a dog barking so that's what we at the 31 minute mark so let me let's go over the offense <clears throat> right so the last i think every recap we spent a lot of times on a lot of time on offense i feel like this game this is probably going to be the least amount of time we're talking about the offense because I feel like I could just pinpoint what we should have did. I think people understand that Coach Kitchens could be very creative with his play calling. I think we all can agree when it comes to scripting the first 10 to 15 plays of the game, he does a phenomenal job of that. As the game progresses, as the flow, whether it's the momentum or whatever, it's just one of the things, that's what we got to improve at in my opinion. When I'm back against the wall and we really need something, he could draw things up. I think all, everybody agree with that now. Like that fourth and one we had on the last drive. Remember, we've been, we've been trash can juice in short yardage. Ain't no getting around We are trash can Jews When it comes to short yardage And I know a lot of people The elephant in the room is Why we just don't sneak it Why we just gonna go in the center And sneak it And I tell folks I'm with you I'm from the old school too Old school Get up on the center Boom powerful ball Hey it don't matter Just get a push All you need is a yard A lot of these offensive schemes Just stay In the shotgun Because that's just what they do They stick to what they know They expect the offensive line to execute, and that's just what it is. And some we don't we don't understand it, we don't like it. But all I try to do is provide you with what I know. I do know this. I have I have I got an example of a, a shotgun team just trying to go under center on a fourth and one and backfire, but it still worked in their favor. And I think I said this before. If you go back to when Texas played Alabama, it was a fourth and one. And they they go shotgun all the time, Texas do. And then they finally try to go up on the center, and they muffed the they muffed the snap on fourth down. Luckily they deemed he never had possession because one of the offensive guys behind the quarterback picked the ball up and still ran for the first down. But we think it's simple to just go up on the center. If you if if your center has been holding the top of the football all game and shotgun snapping and shotgun snapping. It's a different hand placement and it's a different mechanic to snap. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. So I don't know how much they work on under center in practice. I really don't. And that's why they stay in the shotgun. I know over the years and I end up going up under center because they actually ran the veer formation that Tyler Papa used to score a lot of his red zone touchdowns with to score one of the touchdowns against us. When you saw Brendan Armstrong go up under center on Friday night. But it took a nine years before he finally had under center formations. You feel me? So some of these offensive coordinators don't go under center. They just don't. I mean, I watched the Oregon Colorado game. I don't remember Bo Nicks going up under center on the third and one or fourth and one. I don't. Maybe, maybe he did and I missed it, but a lot of time they stayed in the gun and they got them horses and they execute it. At the end of the day, it don't matter what you do. Just think if you go up on the center and you got power, right? Cause people say, man, you just go up on the center, get you a full back and you go downhill. Think about this. If you get the ball on the center and you go and you take your drop to give it to a running back out of eye formation, that's usually the same depth that's going in pistol. Again, I'm not taking up for anybody that's going. I'm just a logical person. And I just try to thoroughly think things out. And a lot of people will probably be thinking, oh, you just defending Coach Kitchens. Oh, you just No, I'm just, I'm with you. I'm from George Wells. Let's go student body. Let's go wham. Huh? Go up on the center, Christ. Yeah, I'm from that school. But I'm also evolving in the way I think, the whack critique. And I'm just saying, even if you go up on the center and you got two backs in the backfield and you're gonna give it to that tailback, think about. Where you get a, how far in the backfield do you give the ball to the back? So if you are shotgun and pistol and you give it to the back, are you essentially, is the back essentially getting the ball at the same depth whether you're in the center or in pistol? Think about that. Now, I ain't saying if it's fourth and inches, (laughs) I'm just saying if you're going. Your fourth down play is to give it to the back. If your fourth down philosophy is you're going to quarterback sneak, I'm with you on that. But I want to say this. I just don't want to run this inside, wham, we be doing. This slow developing. We do have a, so when we run our inside zones or we run our stretch zones, a lot of the times I feel like like low man wins in football And we just high And we just be catching It's almost like we mitts And the defenders are, are are throwing punches And just punching us in the chest I just feel like we just get punched in the chest I feel like we don't have a lean consistently Like we need to run the football I really don't feel like you got that nastiness attitude Where you feel like you're going to step forward And bop somebody Like Bowley, not, Bo, not, not Boley Not you Bowley, Ty Ty, we gotta talk, man. We gotta talk. Petty Hall got to talk to you, bro. Petty Hall got to talk to you, bro. Let me tell you something, Ty. I like you, Ty. I really do. Undersized, a lot of fight. Hey, man, I'm with you. But the fight you showed poking Buddy in the eye, and the fight you showed head button, the dude, head button van when the lights went off when we scored the game time touchdown. I need that type of fight when you out here blocking. That same type of, I need that mean streak right there. Like, you had, buddy buddy, hard when the lights went off, when you got that flag. Headbutt them and have that same anger when you are allowed to. Like, go out and get them. That's my challenge to you. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not a former offensive lineman, bro, so I ain't questioning your gangster, none of that. But you showed me you ready to fight. I want you to fight when you can fight. And you allowed to fight. Not when you can't fight and you can possibly get kicked out. Because, because, bro, I don't know if you're going to play next week. Because everybody going to be looking at Tony a certain way if, if you start next week. I'm just keeping an honest with you, bro. They already been screaming for you because cause of your snaps. And I I took up for you last game. I said, Ty played well. People coming at me, man, ball hook. Ty's Ty not good. He's not good. I'm like, yo, man, he played good last week. Look, I'm showing a film on you. I had your back. I can't hide your back with you head button and poking people in the eyes, bro. What you? What are you doing? You making it easy for them. Why? Like, I, I, I get it. I get it. You People talking trash. Like, you talking trash on the field. You getting your feelings, you know what I'm saying? But you can't make it about you. Y'all just tied the game. The game, bro. And you head-butted a joker. Try to be slick too You did it with the lights off You ain't slick They got you They got you You got away with poking their best player in the eyes I mean I, I just say you mushed him I ain't gonna say you poked, poked him in the eye Like he was a three students But you mushed him And that's their best player Peyton Wilson All eyes on him Out of all people You mushed him <laughs> You really think they ain't gonna see, and they, they didn't Cause they ain't throw no flag But <sighs> Can't do that and I'm 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 a person that just don't put everything and say it's the coach's fault. Like, you gotta own up to that. Cause the coach gets this is like being a parent, right? You could tell your kid the the stove is hot. Don't put your hand up there, the stove is hot. Don't put your hand up there, the stove is hot. Don't put your hand up there, no, yo, yo, it ain't it ain't repeating. I'm saying it over and over. Because that's how it feels when you're a player and the coach keeps telling you over and over, you like, shut up. I know it's hot. And then guess what? Stove be hot, and you put your damn hand right and burn it. You gotta go get your burn, take care of right. Outside looking in, you gonna allow somebody to tell you you got a parent better because you done told your your kid over and over, over don't do that, and then they do it anyway. Like, come on, man! I'm, I'm speaking to parents out here. I'm speaking to folks that just because again, I'm a logical person. At the end of the day, yeah, as a head coach, if you're, if you're a player. Key, so here's the thing that, it, it, here's the thing when it comes to like coaching and discipline and this is on Tony. This is when, this is when I'll be like, this is on Tony. If nothing, no discipline is taking place for that. You got to be disciplined for that. Maybe y'all run. Maybe you sit, a, 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 you don't start. Like whatever you, however you police it, you gotta police that. It gotta be known that that got police because people ain't gonna believe it. Oh, you just let them do anything. Oh my God, they just run amok. They get to do anything they want. What is wrong with them? This is this is why. Because <laughs> when you lose, you will You could find a reason why somebody lose. We, dog, I could find anything and tell you anything why we lost, and I'm gonna be right. You know why? Because we lost. You can't tell me I'm wrong. We lost. Anytime I try to talk to people, and I have reason, and I'm talking about just like real logical reason, like bro, this is why it really happened. It won't because of that. Usually people just be like I don't care. We lost. You're right. We lost. <laughs> now, let me get to Calandria because we talking about discipline. Calandria, young, a young buck. What behind the ears there? Got pushed down. Helmets about to come off. Didn't come off. He could have pulled the helmet down. Here's the thing about him. It wasn't about the helmet coming off. Not only did the helmet come off, he posed. Bro, they got to throw that flag, bro. And you know that. They got to throw that flag. We love, the, we, we love the swagger, the moxie. We love all that. But that, because I look, you can't tell this bunch out like you've been there. They ain't never been nowhere. Somebody was like, man, they need to act like they've been there. Where? Where they been? They've been losing. They on the cusp of probably winning. You don't think they're going to act a fool? You ain't never been there before. I always tell people, man, there's a reason why people jump for joy when they make plays on the field. Some people, they never been there. Some people don't know when they're ever going to do it again. That's why I'm always a firm believer of celebrating, being exuberant, expressing yourself. Because you just never know if you ever going to have that opportunity again. It's it's entertainment. Let me get off this soapbox. Let me go back to the offense, right? So the offense, this was probably the first game that I was screaming, yo, dad, stop running the damn ball. I really was. Like, yo, stop running the ball. Who cares? Complimentary, compliment yourself and just throw to them damn receivers. Leave that alone because that ain't it. They ain't getting it. Those dudes up there getting mauled. Respectfully, they trying, they fighting, they scrapping. But that ain't it, Jack. Throw in the white towel. You should have. You like Rocky watching Apollo getting punched in the face by Drago. Every time we try to run up the gut, my guy. You know you my guy. But damn it, you was Rocky by a boy with the towel, and I was the trainer throwing the damn towel. You listen to Apollo say no. Throw in the damn towel. There's. Running the ball. But I got an idea for you, Des. If we're going to run the ball, hmm, listen to me. Go three, four, go four wide. I'm talking about wide, wide. Get their ass out the box. You got to, hey, I'm going to need you to go look at the Philadelphia Eagles tape from last year. If we going to run the ball, we're going four wides. You either going to have to go out there with receivers? Oh, you got to stay in the box. Oh, because we're going to know if you're coming down. And we're running zone read. We put a lot of pressure on that end. We ain't allowing you to bring a linebacker from the outside. Because anytime we run the ball with our zones, the backside ends or the backside linebackers just make the play come. I don't know if it's a call, if, if it's a handoff or if it's a read. If it's a read, yo, Calandria, pull that jank. Pause. Keep the ball. But then again, I think it's a call handoff. And they know that because they are screaming. He's screaming. I ain't never seen so many backside defenders make plays in the running game. Then anytime we play somebody, anytime somebody make a play in the backfield, it's always a backside defender just screaming. And then, and then sometimes our tackles can't even step down because the get off of the defender is so fast. It's blocked down, blocked down, blocked down. And then one guy's like, Oh, shucks. I'm too slow, and boom, they crash the party. Or a linebacker just come unmolested to the quarterback or to the running back. Y'all guys get like, we, hey, look, man, you get praise one week. This week, not so much. Uh, uh pass pro, y'all, y'all did, y'all, y'all still here. Yeah, pass pro still there, but running, not so much. Mm-mm. You keep working on your fundamentals. Make sure, you know, low man wins and drive, 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 drive. Just don't get your hands on them and stay there. Because sometimes we be trying to run to the, like, we're running front side. We're, we're <laughs> Sometimes, man, we're running stretch zone. And one of our linemen would get pushed into the backfield to where the back has to cut back. So that means the backside defender got an easier job to, to get a tackle for loss. You would think we was, pa- sometimes it do look like y'all be pass blocking when we supposed to be run blocking. Meaning, y'all be backwards. Y'all be going back. Low man wins. Respectfully from a little guy. I feel so awkward telling a lineman what they need to do. I ain't been in them trenches. They might bot me. I ain't going in the facility this week. Mm-mm. Nope. Them big, them big jokers do not like when you critique them. And when they touch you, it hurt. But I got a job to do. Okay, I'm just doing my job, guys. That's it. I'm not dissing you. I'm just doing my job, okay? Don't hold it against me. Malik Washington, come up to the stand, sir. Come up to the stand. I got something to say to you. Who are you? And how did they let you leave? Because you's a bad mama A bad mamajama. We ain't, ha- look, look. That's three straight games with 100 yards. Not only is it three straight games with 100 yards, you had 119 versus you 141 versus Maryland, now 170 versus NC State. You actually elevated each game. That's three straight 100-yard games. There's only three Cavaliers that's ever done that. You, a guy that's playing for the Green Bay Packers right now by the name of Dontavian Wicks, and a guy that was my host, when I was being recruited here that I played along with Jermaine Crowell, he did it in 97, my first year here. And, and you, you had never had a hundred yard game in your career, 41 career games. You, you had never had a hundred yard game, 40 at Northwestern, then the Tennessee game here since then crazy. You a dog, bruh. You are a dog. Love to watch you play, bro. Love your patience. Love how you set guys up. Your ability to run after the catch, Shh, man. Thank you, Northwestern. Round of applause for Northwestern. Thank you. Just like when y'all when when, when Oklahoma State let Jelani get here. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 12 catches no 10 catches 170 yards one of 12 receivers in UVA history to record 170 yards or more in the game that's a bad dude man speaking of bad dudes Calandra let me holler at you King young King them boys calling you Johnny Football the sober one You your nickname is a long nickname. Just say no, Johnny, <laughs> or Johnny Football Light, <laughs> Johnny Cavalier, <laughs> Tony. Tony. Tony has done it again. Yo, bro, you a ball player, man. You don't. Hey, you. You probably the starter now. I'm, a, I'm just. I'm just being honest with you. You probably the starter. now. I said it. You probably the starter, Tony. Tony, one time is my guy. It's it, it, bruh. And it, you can't sit this dude. I'm telling you, Tony, they're gonna bop you. Tony Elliott, listen to me, listen to your guy, ball hawk. You can't sit this guy. You can't. It's hard to sit this guy. If you sit him, you better do it. Like we play Boston College that if you if you don't want to start Tony Calandria, you better do it at Boston College. Don't don't pull that. Don't mm mm. Mm-mm. 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 The dude accounted for 314 yards of total offense, man. He led us in rushing. I know he threw two more interceptions. One of them was a was a was a hell of a play by D B. Got his head around. Hit the ball straight up in the air. The second one was just a dumb throw. You know what I'm saying? A um, couple times you held the ball where I felt like you could have got it out. Like, it was one time you got sacked that I, I felt like we had an advantageous advantage to the field. We had a trip bunched versus man-to-man. And Malik was, like, they was trying to do combo. So you saw both corners pointing at each other, you know, I got the first out Or I got the guy If he come this way You know first cut here First cut there Snapping the ball You saw they had Miscommunication I know you knew Or maybe you didn't And again I got the luxury Of rewinding it Four or five times But if I, I felt like You was looking at Malik Well maybe you was looking At Malik I don't know But I felt like You missed the receiver open That's how you got sacked On that one I can't put that On the offensive line I'm sorry I'm sorry And you know It's other times It was their fault But that time That was on you In my opinion But you a ball player man You special um, glad you're here. I'm glad this coaching staff believed in you when others didn't, and you're doing the daygong thing, man. That that uh that pump fake you did on the quick screen to the boundary to Malik when you pump fake the DN and threw a sidearm on like you was Pat Mahomes, buddy, buddy, buddy. And I said it on Twitter. Make sure y'all go to my page go to go to my handle. Check out the video I showed you him pump faking the end and throwing the sidearm when Malik got the little quick screen. The hit, hit Peyton with the little one doo doom and got a big gain off of it. I think that was for 60 yards. Malik basically had two catches that put him over 100 yards. He had the first wheel route that he ran. He caught for like 42. Then that quick screen that he took for 60. And we set it for a field goal in that drive because we don't want to spread people out to run the ball. Spread them out. Spread them out. All right, coach. If you're gonna run the ball, quads, two by two. Don't bring no no I mean, I know we, like sometimes the run game do work when we you know, got the H. But when we got the double tight ends, some like it won't work versus NC State. I'm gonna just say that. I ain't gonna say it never worked, because it worked versus uh Maryland. But it didn't work versus NC State. I think we need to identify when something's not working and just say, forget it. We ain't quitting. We just conceding and understanding. This ain't the day for that play. That's it. That's all I got to say, Des. That's it. My bad, bro. If you feel like I'm dissing you, I ain't trying to diss you. I'm just saying, like, sometimes, it ain't it. Today ain't the day. It ain't it. Like, hey. Hey, man. I want, I want pizza. My stomach ain't for the right. It just ain't the day to eat pizza then. You know what I'm saying? Today, it just ain't it. It ain't it. We ran the ball 41 times. Threw the ball 30. Hindsight is twenty twenty. We should have threw it forty one and ran thirty. Because <laughs> some of them pass attempts would end up being running attempts. Because Calandria would have tucked that joint and took off. I love how you run running quarterback draws now. I really do. I was looking at the TV copy and it was a it, it was I think it was the last drive when we handed the ball off it was a it was a second and short we handed the ball off to the back and the uh color commentary guy was like you know Calandra need to pull it I was like he must don't see that the safety and he did say he was like I, you know I will bank take my take my chance with Calandra beating the safety one on one and at first I was like yeah I'm with him but then I'm like Calandra, like four yards in the backfield though if he don't juke that dude that's a bigger loss than you know Mike Hollins getting stopped and Mike had a lot of carries too this game Mike had a lot of touches Mike had 15 total touches this game he had 13 rushes and he had two catches Kobe Pace had 12 carries so Kobe had 12 carries for 39 yards he averaged 3.2 yards in attempt Calandria, with the sacks averaged 3.3 yards in attempt he gained 61 yards before you include the sack yards, which is 18, and the sack yards go against rushing. Um, and put in perspective, NC State back, Michael Allen averaged 3.6 yards a carry. Brendan Armstrong averaged 4.3 yards a carry. <clears throat> and then one of their backs averaged 6.3 yards a carry. He got the ball three times. The other back averaged 2.5. P, uh, P. Jones had one carry for five yards. And then Malik had a carry for eight yards. So as a team, we had 113 net yards averaging 2.8 yards a rush. We actually rushed for 134, but you got to take away. The sack yards was only 18. And then we had three other carry. Two other carries? Three other carries. That that was for a loss, so... (laughs) The 100 yards rushing is a season high <laughs> Damn Yeah We might just What What do y'all feel like would be the cap For Calandria as far as Pass attempts At this stage of his career What What is his pitch count Let me see Has he thrown the ball Um I mean, what's the most times he's throwing the ball? Let me look up his stats right quick. Come on, come on, thang, come on. I know the yards. I'm trying to get the attempts. Oh, there we go. Let's see his game logs and see what's the most he's throwing the ball in the game. He threw the ball 39 times versus Maryland. 26 times versus GMU and then 30 today. And his last three throws were interceptions versus Maryland. I feel like 40 is like the cap because I feel like you can design plays to where it's safe throws. And we did that. I do want to give Des credit with that. He has created a lot of safe throws for Calandry, a lot of safe, uh route combos for Calandry move the pocket for Calandry got dashes y'all saw the little fake in the round to throw the uh, sack at wood so he's putting him in position to be successful and he's playing towards his strengths I understand why he's trying to run because he's trying to make sure that takes away the margin of error but I again and I don't want to just get long winded with this episode I want to end it soon this is the first time I was like, why we keep trying to run the ball? Usually, I'm very understanding. And even this time, I want to be understanding. But it's like, nah, bro. Keep cooking. Y'all was cooking that secondary. Cooking them. I'm getting hype again. Y'all was cooking this secondary, man. They couldn't stop, y'all. They're trying to play man-to-man. What? Please. Eat y'all up. Eat y'all up. Trying to play some man against us. What? With 10 back there? Please. For like Mr T. I pity the fool. Then when y'all try to run y'all little combo zone, ha <laughs> we started cooking that too. Try to run short zone cover too, huh? Ha 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 Gotcha. Let's go ahead and run this old concept. You feel me? Let's run Hitch route to the right. We run the corner route with with uh Who was it? With Gibson and then from the left side we got Uh, We got a mesh route by Malik And then we got a dig route by Malachi We got everything going to the right Guess what, everything going in the the vision of our quarterback So even if he get flushed to the right Which we want him to go to his right All the threats are coming to the right That's scheming, come on man I'm here to break it down for you You want another play we did that was great (laughs) Ha ha, I'm gonna tell you Check this out, for the touchdown pass We set him up We went bunch trips ha that's always a that's that's always a cheat code. You wanna make a play as an offensive coordinator? You wanna, you wanna make a play in Madden? Find a, find a playbook with any type of bunch trips. Hmm. Cause if they man they ain't man no more, they better check out. And if we get zone, we got you. Cause if you're gonna run zone, we're gonna send one guy right at that inside back of shoulder, boom. And then we're gonna let the next dude just follow and look inside. I ain't saying that's what we did with Malik, but we sent Sackwood Wood right to that linebacker. Boom. We sent one receiver out. Boom. And Malik just kind of casually went straight and turned around. Touchdown. <laughs> cheat code. Scheme him. You going to play short zone? Got you. You want to play man? We really got you. Cheat code. Keep running them cheat codes, not the ball. Okay, Des. Run the cheat code formations. Don't run the ball. Okay. One more time, I tell you, run your cheat codes, don't run the ball. <laughs> All right, man. Is anything else I want to talk about offensively that we did? Well, uh, shout out to Malachi. Malachi is a tank. Y'all, see, have y'all seen one defender tackle Malachi Fields yet? Oh, let me talk about. Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell y'all about the two point conversion. How sweet that play was. 'Cause I, I feel like it was a one man route. I could be wrong. But I felt like Malachi was the only guy that was supposed to get the ball. I'm dead serious. Cause when you look at it, so I know I think Gibson ran a did he run a corner route? Matter of fact, I'll pull it up right now. I I think that was a one man route. Let's look at it. Let's see. It was a that just that's just showing you I got a big time receiver and I believe in him. We got trips to the field, Malachi to the boundary, Iron Mike to the boundary, protecting, they send three. We got Wood running uh he basically running. What is Sackett? Oh, he's he running the post. We got Gibson running the post. So we got Dagger. So we got the very inside receiver running the post, the very outside receiver running the post. Then we got Malik on the hitch and go. A twirl route, that's what we call it, that you see like Odell had ran years ago. So we got Malachi on the corner route. But, it, but no, nah, everybody's on the route. They a route. They're one man route. I'm tripping. It just it turned to scramble drill. My bad. It want a one-man route. Malachi just why did that corner go all the way like that 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 backside corner is in trouble today trouble why the hell did he go all the way from the backside to try to so he ran all the way to Sackett Wood who got a safety right like the safety already covering Sackett and this 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 corner runs all the way from his area into the safety's area and left his Nearest safety with Malachi one on one. If he would have just kept sinking, I don't know who he would have threw. He would probably try to throw it to Saka wood, but that would that the throw would allow the safety to be able to fall off and get that. But because they ran three safeties, they got a safety on each hash, and they got safety in the middle of the field. Yeah, that backside corner getting yeah, his coach getting on him, and and Malachi lost him. I will say I like how he run um so. The play for uh, the the play that Dez had drawn up that went off Malachi's fingertips that was a good play design because we used Malik as a decoy to get flow to go to the field and we had Sackett so we ran what we call we used to call it pylon so Sackett was every all the passing threats are to the left and then he coming across the field so Sackett is supposed to go to the front pylon and then Malachi coming across the field going to the up. The, the the deep high long So you're high long You're expecting um, Most of the time It's either man If it's man You really got him if it, I mean If it's man Then you just hope One of them can run away from him Because you're using Malik To kind of Show you if it's man or zone Because If the guy runs across the formation You feel like you got Malik Because you're going to look And see if the field side corner Is going to go with Malachi And then if it's zone And they sit a lot of times when that corner bumps in because it's a closed side of the field, meaning there's no receiving threats left, if it's a closed side of the field, <clears throat> using when the corner sees a guy go across the formation and they come by the D end, you're immediately going to see the tight end. So when you see the tight end, that's the bait, they'll take the tight end because knowing you're in short zone, you take the tight end, but then they'll forget that a, a receiver could be coming also. So I like that play call. And when we got lucky, because Saki got kind of pushed up the field a little too much. And if that that corner would have, well, Calendria threw a high. But that corner could have sloughed off and tried to make a play on that play as well. So that was a good play design. But it's been over an hour. Wasn't a lot of X's and O's. I do want to say this for the kickoff team. All y'all that was on the left side, your ass need to be running. Okay? You in trouble. We tried to cough and kick to the corner. It was a good cough kick. Think we had four guys that was to the left of the ball. And one of the guys was supposed to be a safety guy. All y'all need to be running. I don't know what the heck y'all was doing, what y'all saw. And I know y'all ain't taught to converge that much. That was disgusting to watch. And if you a safety guy, and I ain't going to say who you were, you know who you are. You the safety guy on that side, you need to be wide. You how you get outran? How the safety guy get outran? You're supposed to be wider than them. Like you fill in, like so just say, and they were wrong. They converged too much. They 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 pinch too much, right? And you see they pinch too much, you gotta go wide, you gotta get wider than the the end guy. You gotta stay back and stay right there and force everything to cut back. But y'all on that left side, I don't know what the hell y'all was thinking about. Y'all relaxed. You got too comfortable. That man caught that thing on the very right of y'all and brought it all the way back. And coach, coach, coach G, my guy, you need to get you some more DBs on that kickoff team, bro. Looking at the personnel that was out there. It won't no speed on that left side. I'm just trying to tell you, man. I'm just, shh, I'm gonna keep that between me and you. You, you gotta sell them out. You better put you some fast guys in there. They may can't tackle. I give you that. Uh, Cause people say DBs don't tackle. But damn it. I seen Eli, Eli, Eli hit somebody. Matter of fact, he gotta hit this game, didn't he? Man, put some speed out there. Cause that, that scared me. He ran by them so fast. It's linebackers over there. I ain't saying who it was, but it's linebackers over there. No, 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 no. Put some speed out there. And your, and your safety guy should be one of the fastest guys. I'm sorry. I know you got the guy you had at safety probably one of the better tacklers. But you knew who you was kicking to. Man, I would have had Crawford out there. Hey, Crawford, just run into him. Be a crash dummy. You ain't got to tackle him just have a collision. Just grab him. I know Crawford, he got hands. I know he could just, hmm, grab on to him. Don't let him loose to help come. Yeah, man. Put some more speed on kick our team or kick it out of bounds. I told y'all for the game anyway, kick it out of bounds. I'm trying to think. If we was kicking off from the 20, and our kicker would have just kicked it out of bounds right there versus allowing to return it. Now I ain't second guessing Because I said We should kick Every kick out of bounds But hindsight is twenty twenty. Should have just kicked it Out of bounds right there Can you make them Kick it over again I know the rules And change so much Can they Do they have to kick it over again I don't know man But Then we jumped over the, Like If, if <laughs> The funny thing about James jumping over The snapper Or the center Or whatever They did it to us And they ain't even called it But if he wouldn't have jumped over him and blocked, because he partially blocked it the first time, he was the one that partially blocked it, I believe. They would have still won the damn game. That's why I don't even worry about that. Like people, oh, that's undisciplined. We shouldn't have did that. You know to know the rules, like Brian. you worry about that play. That damn down. You could put that on coaching too. Like I'm always torn when when to go to coaching. I really am, cause I know. Being a former coach, I rep stuff with kids over and over and over. And I don't know as a former player, a coach told me not to do something and I did that dumbass stuff anyway. And people <laughs> when I was out when I was a player, I used to be happy when y'all blame my coach. <laughs> it's really my fault. Well, yeah, blame him. <laughs> but everybody accountable, coaching accountable, player accountable. It's on everybody. It just you just can't say, oh, it's on him. No, it's on, it's on all them jokers. It's on the coach and the players. Yeah, it's on the coach too But don't forget about the player They know right from wrong Now some things Like when I told you When Cam Got beat versus JMU, I told you Like nah We shouldn't have put him In that that position We should have called a timeout Should have did the Deion Sanders Try to call two times out Because somebody said We called a timeout Even we called a timeout That game showed That Oregon game showed me When Deion tried to call Two back to backs They'll still stop the play They'll stop and go tell you "Hold, Hold the ball Hey, you can't call a timeout That's all we need Okay, yo Cam Get the back (laughs) <laughs> hey man, you gotta hey man, you gotta push it to the limit. They say if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Oh, uh we did win a uh fourth quarter finally. We didn't win the game, but we outscored somebody in the fourth quarter finally. We we, we, we actually didn't give up a touchdown and we scored. We we outscored the opponent eight to three this time in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's a that's a small win, right? That dude Peyton Wilson had thirteen tackles. They both of them linebackers. Thirteen tackles and twelve. Them two jokers was hunting. Ten and eleven. Yeah, they sound like some. That, that sound like a cop, uh, response. Ten and 11, 11, 10. <laughs> Book them down. they was out that thing rocking. Yeah, buddy. But uh, let me see how we finish in the fourth quarter statistically though. One hundred and twenty-two yards of total offense. Seventeen plays, eight runs, nine passes. We ain't need them eight runs if we ain't have a three yards. Hindsight is twenty-twenty. But yeah, third quarter we ran the ball nine times and threw the ball six times. Second quarter we ran the ball twelve times. Threw the ball six times. That's the first quarter. Damn, the first quarter we ran 12 times? God, duh. 37 yards? Second quarter, nine rushes, 26 yards. Third quarter. Oh, so the third quarter was eight. So that was the third quarter, my bad. So the third quarter was eight rushes for three yards. What was the fourth quarter? Oh, hell no. We ran the ball 12 times in the fourth quarter. We had 53 yards. I think that's the most yards we had all game in a quarter. Let me see. I don't like that, man. Why we ran the ball that much in the fourth quarter? Well, that was the most yards we had, and that was probably on the draw play, too. The two big runs Calander had, but uh, let me see. We ran the ball 12 times in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Calandria had seven carries for 46 yards, so most of that was just Calandria. Mike had two carries, one yard. Pace had two carries, six yards. Malik had one carry, eight yards. So that might have been like scrambles, my bad. So, all right, that's another thing. A lot of times the runs could have been scrambles. So which, which, which quarter had more than running backs getting all the carries and not Calandria? Let's look at that. Let's, let's, let's see if we can get down to the nitty-gritty. The second quarter, Kobe Pace had five carries. The first quarter, Mike had seven carries for 20 yards. And Kobe had three carries for 13 yards. All right, man. That's all I got for y'all, man. Hopefully y'all enjoyed the podcast. <clears throat> yes, the team... Um, You got to improve situation of football, not only how you execute, but how you carry yourself. Like you can't, losers do loser things. And when you losing, you do loser stuff. And we show we're losing team by doing some loser stuff. From the head button after tying the ball game up to the posing after getting the two point conversion. That's loser stuff. You feel me? And I ain't calling y'all losers. I'm just saying, it's like that, that it's like that, it's like a mystique. It's like that aura. You either got that 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 glow, right? You either got, you either got show Nuff's glow or you got Bruce Leroy glow. You want the Bruce Leroy glow. You got to glow to glow, to glow, the glow, 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 glow. You got to glow to glow. You want that glow. You don't want show enough glow. It's red. That means stop. You want the gold glow because you reached that other level. Your mind, body, and soul must be one. It's a sacrifice. It takes hard work. When you got that glow, you feel the one when you got that glow. Y'all remember that song from the Last Dragon? Y'all got to find that glow. Okay? <laughs> Cuz you ain't got no glow in the showing. But you showing promise though. It's trying to come out there. The glow is in you. You just got to stay fast and find the master. Just realize you idolizing the belt buckle right now, Bruce Leroy. Only then will you find the true master. Now, let me stop playing. <laughs> All right, man. Good as the enemy are great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind not to do. Fans, I got one. I got, I got, some, I got some free game for y'all. You want to hear it? Here you go. Everybody want to see the who's be successful. Never lose sight in that. Whether you feel like somebody's being negative, whether you feel like somebody is lying, whether you feel like somebody's going overboard, no matter what, everybody wants to see the who's be successful and everybody feel like they got the answers on these apps. You know why? Because that's what these apps do. We all got the answers. We really do. Or oh, we might not. But my free game for y'all is this. When you put something out on social media. Be prepared. For the energy that you're putting out to the universe. To be pushed back on you. So if you are. Outwardly sharing your frustration and your and your anger. Or your doubt or whatever. Whatever. That energy may be returned to you and just take it for what it is, bro. You you got to stand there 10 toes down. You got to face it. It is what it is. I'm behind this mic right now. When I share this podcast with you, I got to be, I got to sit right here. If you say this, this, this is trash can juice. I got to sit there and I got to receive that. I can't fight it. I can't get all up in arms. I take that. And I apply it and I try to change your mind by improving the product. But it's different ways you can deliver the message. Because if you deliver in a way that I don't like, it might not be received well. You might mean well. There's a lot of pricks in the world that mean well. They just got prickology, prick actions. They just mean, but they mean well though. (laughs) Yeah, man. But I just, you know, that just is what it is and I see him, you know. For the folks that be asking me the question, yes, I see him. It's it's cool, bro. It's cool, man. Keep me in the spotlight. It's all good, and keep making me correct. You know, I always feel like somebody's watching me. It's the Ballhawk Show, man. Make sure you subscribe. Appreciate you for taking time out today to listen to my episodes. I appreciate any and everybody that support that goes on. Um, If you've been on iTunes already and you gave me one star, five star, you leave a review. Please do that. It helps with the algorithm, man. Your reviews mean a lot. They really do. And yet I know your time is priceless. So I appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to my episodes, man. It's wahoo wah to the day I D I E. We on for... Got Boston College up next. They continue to improve, but with those improvements, we all want to see a win take place. Now you got to get out of your own damn way. Be more disciplined. Be smart. Yes, it starts with coaching, but it matriculates all the way down to the guys that are on the field that carry out the orders, so they have to be smart, just like the coaches got to be smart. So that's all I got, man. Peace.